Welcome to Spark. I'm Angela Wagner. And I'm Nicole Esquino. And together we're here as your hosts for a mix of happy hour style venting and results-based coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more sucky. With lightness, laughter, and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in everyday moments. This week, we will discuss how tracking your habits can help you make positive changes, how to follow through on a new goal, and how being in a really tough situation can often bring out the best in people. All right, we got a good one today. Nicole, how are you doing, my dear? I'm excited to hear about what all this is about. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you've heard some of it for sure. But, uh, oh, my gosh, yeah. So we have Zoe's birthday party this weekend. Isn't that crazy? Oh, my gosh, stop it. Is she turning one? She's one. Well, she's going to be one in a week, yeah. Oh, my goodness, I can't believe that. Oh, I know. So by the time we um, air this, she will be one, and I will post some pictures in the show notes of her little birthday. So. Oh, I can't believe she's one. <laughs> I know. And it's funny. I was thinking about it today because she's so happy and fun. And, I mean, she's a little, like, crazy, so she's very dramatic. And when she's upset, it's like, you know, she's upset. But... She's a tip, you know, she's a typical girl, but she was so, it was such, she was such a tough baby. So, the, you know, the first four months were mm-hmm. so challenging that I literally thought I'm never going to get through this. And now we're on the other side and it's a year later and she's such an amazing kid. It's just so cool. Oh, I'm so glad she needed, she needed some good days, months <laughs> after her beginning. <laughs> I know for sure. How fun. It'll be fun to see Luke. Oh, yeah. He's already talking about the cupcakes and how we get to eat cupcakes for Zoe's birthday. That's really all he's worried about. (laughs) I mean, that's the most important thing, Mom. Come on. (laughs) I know. And we're still at my parents. So we were going to we were so excited to we weren't going to have a big thing because we just we don't have anything left. Like we're so exhausted. But we were going to have a few people over to our house and that's not happening, which will be a great segue to sucky moment of the week. So we're just having family and um, two friends over. So it'll be nice. It'll be intimate. That'll be fun. She'll have a blast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They all, all the kiddos will. So it'll be cute. So we'll post pictures, like I said, and I'm a proud mama now. I mean, I was always a proud mama, but I was an exhausted, anxious mama before. <laughs> now you can enjoy it. Yes. Yeah. Actually, I don't know that I was really proud the first four months. I was just in survival mode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a different face. <laughs> different face. <laughs> But everything passes, so that's the good news. But moving into our sucky moment of the week, and I honestly, Nicole, there is not a number for this one. So I'm we're going to have to come up with a new audio here for this one. <laughs> Here's our sucky scale, one being kind of sucky, five being super sucky. One, <gasps> two, three, seriously, four. Five. So I have to rate it a five. Five plus, we'll call it.
And my good friend, Allison, who listens to the podcast, texted me and she was like, because we had just chatted about the situation of the kitchen. She's like, so uh, this is more than a five, huh? <laughs> so I said, we'll look for some new sounds. But yes, yeah, so the kitchen project has been temporarily shut down due to many things, mainly a very bad decision on our part to hire a contractor that we we just realized really didn't have the skills to do the job that he took on. And so it was very unfortunate. It got very heated. It got very ugly. And um, he's no longer working on the project. And so <laughs> it's it's been actually about a week or maybe no, I can't even keep track, Nicole, a week or two. It feels like it's been on forever, maybe just a week since we shut it down. And now we're talking to new people to finish the job. So it's kind of just one of those things is so disappointing because um, he really wasn't in integrity with what he said he could do and took the money. And now we have to redo a lot of the stuff that he did. Yeah, it's just. It's so disheartening because, I mean, John always tells me that I am too trusting in people and I, okay, so this goes into our inspired action and it really, I keep saying this and I don't, I know we're not supposed to place blame and John's giving me like all the loving words of like, it's not your fault, blah, 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 but I just didn't do my homework when it came to hiring him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a big piece, especially on home improvement stuff. Yeah, and I know better. I mean, we've done several things, and we did a huge project to our pool when we moved in, and I got four or five different quotes. I mean, I spent so much time. I analyzed everybody, and I it was like I knew exactly who I was going to hire, and I knew exactly the right fit. And to this day, it was like five years ago, I still am like, that is, he's the best person I've ever hired and I still call him when I need help. And I don't even know. I honestly, I, I think I've just been really tired and it was just one of those things where this guy kind of came along and I thought maybe it was like fate just handing us this gift and it wasn't. <laughs> Did not turn out that way. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was definitely not a, not a gift. So, um, yeah, so I did do my homework and then, you know, as, you know, John then didn't check in to see if I did my homework. And so we, you know, it's obviously like a collective thing, but um, that's a big deal. Yeah. So we're, we're dealing with that and it's, it's been eight weeks now that we haven't been home and yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty tough. I mean, you, you heard me, I went to a pretty dark place a week ago, but I am so much better now. Like I, I actually like once we got rid of him, I didn't realize like how stressed I was dealing with him every day. And so just having like this hope that like whoever does handle the rest is going to be the right fit. It's just a huge like, I don't know, it's huge inspiration. So I'm actually going to give the shout out early. So because the shout out goes along with this. And my shout out is to my neighbor and friend, Jessica. So she is an interior designer and um, they live right across the street from us. And their daughter is Luke's age. And they just had their son a couple months ago or right around uh, New Year's. So they have kids right around um, Zoe and Luke's age. And we've we just love them. They're the best. And they she's been kind of helping me a little bit here and there with like questions and things as we've gone through this project. And she was there the day that the contractor and I had words and she was like my biggest 
defender and cheerleader. And she knows all the like, technical terms. And I mean, she's the one that could say like, this is not acceptable because of A, B and C and look at the way these joints don't do this. And, you know, all this like construction talk. And I mean, she was there full on like a bulldog. It was amazing. And not only that, like since then, she's just been like every day talking to me and helping me and finding me her subcontractors and having her friends that are contractors come in. Just like everyone's doing everything just pro bono because they know like we're out all this money, you know. That's so nice. Like it's it's nice to come across people who know what they're doing and are <laughs> nice at the same time. I know. And it, it's been like, because part of me really started thinking like, gosh, I have such like, I was losing my faith in humanity with this contractor because I really had trusted him. And some of the things he said, and I mean, he just really absolutely lied. And what bothered me the most is he lied about things I had said. And when someone calls my integrity into question, it is like, game over. <laughs> mm, so sure. yeah, so that was really bad. So it was just really, it's been great to have her in my corner to look like she's, and she's just like, she has no time. She's an, like a new mom. She started a new business. She's, you know, she's just doing a million things. And she's taking all this extra time to help me out. So it's so interesting in life when things go south, you see like who comes out and really helps you and supports you. And I don't know. I just, it's amazing. There, there's so much amazing humanity in this world, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of neat to like have a, have your faith restored there too. Oh, yeah. So shout out Jessica to you, my friend, you, you really truly are amazing and we're going to make it up to you guys and have lots of parties in the new kitchen and cook you guys food and give you lots of champagne and all that good stuff. <laughs> the best kind of returning favor. Yeah, I just looked over at my phone and I see that she texted me. So it's funny, like, I, and I should have it on um, Do Not Disturb. Speaking of last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been caught. <laughs> I know, I know. I did. I usually I put my phone down so I can't see it. But no, she's just checking in because she's her her carpenter was going to call me. She's just so sweet. Anyway, so huge shout out to you. <sighs> All right. So let's move on to what do we have next, Nicole? We have next is Ask Coach A Wag. So any questions you guys have from life, love, diet, exercise, write in to podcast at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com and you might get featured and we really love these. So keep sending them in. So this week we have from Ashley. She asks, can you give me suggestions to following through once starting something new? Ooh, yeah. So this is kind of similar to... Well, it is and it isn't, but I feel like it's a lot of a lot of the same things we talked about last week could apply here, don't you think? Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely could make them apply to both. Yeah. So if you have not listened to episode 19, go back and listen to last week's before you listen to this. But we wanted to highlight something called the strategy of monitoring, or that is how Gretchen Rubin um, who wrote The Happiness Project, and she's actually written several book, books on habits and all kinds of fun things, and I love her stuff. And so she talks about the strategy of monitoring, which is keeping track of our habits. And there's research that supports that when we track things, we we change. So it's pretty cool. So my favorite tracking mechanism is the Fitbit, which... I got for my birthday last year, so it's been almost a year, and I am obsessed with it. 
Yes, I love it. <laughs> yeah, so I love it for a lot of things, but I was shocked at how tracking, I've never had like a pedometer or done any of that kind of stuff. I got so into tracking my steps and making sure I got my 10,000. It was like obsessive. So like at the end of the night, if I still had like 2,000, I would just like run in place until I got them all. <laughs> uh, see, I I love that aspect of it. We have... um. We have Pebble watches, which are similar. Actually, I think Fitbit just bought Pebble. But the cool thing about mine was it was connected to, um, like, we could connect to other people, so I could see what other people were doing. Mm-hmm. And which I don't, I don't know if maybe Fitbit does that, but like we it could does, challenge, yeah. we could challenge each other, and it was super cool. So there was like there was a lot of hardcore competitiveness going on there. <laughs> With you guys, never. Oh, never. But it was. Fun. Like that's how we got started. And I, I love that. Like it literally helps me get up out of my chair at work every 30 minutes. I have a timer that goes off and it tells me just to get up, move around, get the blood flowing. And I think it has drastically changed my posture and how I feel at the end of the day after sitting at my desk. Oh, it's so awesome. Yeah, there's just something about having that awareness. And for me, like on the days where I was so shocked at the days that I teach yoga and I go down to the studio and I practice how much more I walk than, and it's so obvious, like, duh, the other days I'm sitting at home, um, usually on the computer working, you know, with the business stuff. So, or if there's a day with the kids and I, then I have way more steps, you know? So it's like to see that. And then you think of, okay, well, what are the cumulative effects of this? If, you know, you have a job where you sit all the time. And so if you just have that, it's something so simple and you can get one for like less than a hundred bucks. John got me the kind of fancy one and I'll put it in the show notes and we'll put a link to yours too. Um, cause mine tracks, it, it has all that stuff too where you connect it, but it tracks sleep and, oh, I'm trying to think what else. It has different workout modes and oh, I don't, that's cool. That's fancier than mine for sure. Yeah. That's and cool. you, well, this is bad, but I was going to say you could get your text messages on it. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't need that. I don't need that feature, <laughs> but you can turn that off and I always turn that off when I'm teaching, which is good, but. How do you like tracking your sleep? I like it. I mean, what's interesting is when you look on the app, so there's an app that's associated with it, and it's all Wi-Fi. So, like, several years ago, I wanted to get one of these, but it was before everything was Wi-Fi, so you had to plug it into your computer and, like, upload all the data, and I was like, I'm just not going to do that, you know? But this one, you just open up the app, and it syncs, and it'll tell you, like, it's it's not super accurate, I'll say, because, like, some days if I'm sitting in bed reading, it'll it'll log that time as sleep. But yeah. and it but it shows like when you're rest, restless and stuff, which I tend to be very restless. And when I was, you know, getting up to nurse the baby in the middle of the night or something like it would just show how, you know, how many times I got up and or if you know, get up to go to the bathroom. So for me, I just like data, you know. Yeah, totally. I liked it too. It helped me. I knew it took me a long time to fall asleep, but to actually like see data behind it, it was kind of mind blowing. Like it can take me up to an hour to fall asleep, like on a regular, like during the week. Like it's a little crazy when I look over at Vic, who's asleep in 30 seconds after hitting the pillow. I'm like, why does that not happen for me? (laughs) That's totally a dude thing. I'm telling you. That's going to be our next podcast. It's a dude thing. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I have many things to say. (laughs) I know. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty. I'm trying to think. So I'm looking at my app now just to remember because so I'll I'll tell you more stories. But it um, 
you can do calories too. Like you can input your food, you can input your water. Um, mine has a heart rate monitor on it. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. You can track your, um, your weight, how many floors, you know, which is actually really helpful. My parents have a huge staircase, but, um, no, so I, didn't bring my Fitbit over here because I thought, oh, I'm just going to be here a couple weeks. It's no big deal. We thought it was me three weeks. So I I went ahead and found it and found the charger. So I'm getting back into it. All right. So that is an awesome way to track a lot of things. Time, tracking time is a big one. So do you want to talk a little bit about that one? Oh, yes. I love this one. So this, the time tracker originally came from I believe from your Spark program that was at Yoga Sport Dallas, right? That's how it, how it started. Yeah, I mean, for for with our work, yeah, for sure. Okay, okay, totally. And so, and now it's also available on our Spark Online program, so you guys should check that out as well. But I'm actually using the Spark Time Tracker right now, and what it is is it's literally like an Excel sheet, and you track every minute of your day, like what's the first thing you do, what's the next thing you do, like breakfast, brushing your teeth, and you get very specific with what you're doing, and you track the amount of time that it takes to complete each of these tasks. And I'm actually doing it right now um, for my work at the studio. I'm tracking, like, what are all the things that I do? Like, what reports do I run? When do I set up the studio? When do I make my phone calls? When do I do emails? And it has been so cool to see how long it takes me to do things like it will it's mind-blowing how long just like checking your email how much time you actually spend there so it gives you a really clear picture of how you're spending your time and then once you have that you can kind of move around the things that you need to move like decreasing time in certain areas or increasing in other areas yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, we're trying to get really essential with work, and it's such an awesome thing to to see. And we've talked more about this. We talked about it in episode 15. So if you want to go back, and um, we did a whole topic on this. We talked a little bit about the tracker that Nicole just referred to. but So this is kind of a throwback, but go ahead and listen to episode 15 if you want more on that. So it's, um, But again, just having the awareness of, oh, this is what how long something's actually taking huge. Yeah. And it's actually helped me get really clear. Like I didn't realize how much I did between like 8am and 9am. There's like a ton of little things that I did that I wasn't even aware that I was really doing them. They were just part of my routine. And then when I was having to write this all down, I was like, Oh my gosh, I do a ton of stuff between eight to 9am just to like prepare for the day. (laughs) It's a big hour for you. It is. <laughs> it can also help you figure out where, when you're most productive because sometimes it's just better for us to like not do something during a time if it's, if we're not being productive, then we can take that time to go do something we enjoy. And then, you know, it's better to just have focused time that you're, than just a bunch of scattered time, you know? No, totally. I agree that I am much more productive before lunch than I am after lunch, which is interesting to learn, but that's just how I, how I operate. Like I get more done. I operate a faster speed before lunch. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, then, you know, put the must do's before lunch and then someone mm-hmm. else might like, I'm not a morning person. So I tend to do better in the afternoon and I do the best in the late evening, but that I've had to change that because I need to get to bed because the kids wake up. So, you know, it just depends on where you are in your life and what, what works. 
Um, so another one that is good to track is your food. We're going to talk a little bit about this in next week's episode. We have a special guest for our Mother's Day episode. Um, my mom's going to come on and talk. She used to work for Weight Watchers for, I think, 11 years. And she um, ran meetings. So they have like weekly meetings of people that are in the program. And they come and weigh in. And then they talk all about, you know, they coach and educate people on you know, eating better and staying with the program and everything. So she's going to give us some of her tips that she loves that she learned from leading those groups, which is going to be really awesome. But one of them, I'll tell you, I'll preview it, is keeping track of your food. <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait. You guys are going to love Marie. <laughs> yeah, so we'll leave that for next week. But that's always a good one, too. And um, there's actually some, like, one of my friends was, was using an app where, I don't know, there's several apps, I think, where you can, like, track track your food, but then there was ones where you like take pictures of it and you get points and kind of compete with other people and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's literally an app for everything. I love it. You just, you have to commit to doing like the time to do it and then things will change for sure. Oh yeah. I know for me, whenever I had to do a food log, whether it was like write it down or take a picture of it for different programs we were doing, I would always, it was like, it was like that putting that pause we talked about before, like pause between, I think that was in last episode where we talked about automaticity where we have things that are just automatic. And so before you go and eat the bag of chips or pound the candy, it's like, oh, boom, I got to take a picture. I've got to write it down and I've got to figure out how much I'm eating. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, well, maybe I don't want to eat that whole bag. I don't want to take a picture of that whole bag, you know? <laughs> yeah, it like starts a whole, it gives you time to have like this whole thought process behind it, which will slow you down, which is kind of beautiful. I know. And some people are very against monitoring. And if if monitoring gives you like a like if it makes you feel worse, then don't do it. So it's any of these things with habit change. You don't want to force anything and try to fit yourself into a mold. So for some people, the strategy of monitoring will do the opposite, like just having to keep track will make them angry and they'll like want to rebel against it. But for for a lot of people, it will work. Totally. I think you just have to try it and see what what fits for you and then modify it to work for your personality. Yes, absolutely. Because really, that's all this is about is making it work for us. I can't really think of any other ones off the top of my head. Can you, Nicole? I think the only other thing that comes to mind for me is an accountability buddy is crucial for any time I'm trying to change something. So like just letting someone in, even if it's like Vic or my mom and I'm telling them what I'm doing. And so they're always like asking about how's it going. And I think just having that accountability buddy is a different kind of monitoring, but it helps me stay more focused. And I'm like, okay, I'm in this, like other people know I'm in it. So I got to stick to it. Oh yeah. It's huge. Tell people whenever I start coaching people one-on-one, first thing I do well, not first thing, but one of the things I do is I tell them to tell three people, you know, whatever it is that they're trying to work on that week. And it is amazing when you actually say it out loud and other people know how much that can help you. Mm-hmm. And like I was, I, ta- I mentioned in last week's episode, my sister was starting the Advocare 10 day cleanse and she was like, I'm trying to tell as many people as I can so that when she's in different settings, like at work or when she's at home, like other people are not like watching you in a creepy way, but like they know what you're doing. And so it just kind of helps you have a pause before you eat whatever you were thinking about eating. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. 
All right, you want to finish us off with our Try This? This one's kind of random, but I love it. I know. I'm excited about this one. So our Try This for this week is to collect all of your unused gift card money and use it. (laughs) Okay, this one's embarrassing for me because, well, maybe, yeah, no, it's kind of embarrassing. If you saw how many gift cards I have, you will, it's bad. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> it's bad, but it's not, maybe it's not bad. It's good because it's free money, but I, and I'm usually like, oh, I love using gift cards, but we've kind of just collected a lot over time and haven't used them. So totally. And you can also like be in the hardcore habit of like always pulling your credit card out and just forgetting like, oh yeah, I have this gift card to go here instead, you know? Yeah, well, so I'm really good at using the cards of places I go to all the time. So, like, we we always get gift cards at Christmas so we, of places we love to eat. So the Chipotle, like, $50 went in, like, three weeks, you know, done. <laughs> and Jason's Deli, like, you know, our go-tos. But then, like, we have, like, probably $4 on, like, a Boston Market gift card. And, like, we just kind of stopped going there. And so it's not even a full meal, but but it's 4 bucks. So I'm like, okay, well, it's someday we'll go back, you know. <laughs> Yes, yes. Just use it. Use it and be done with it. Then you can trash it and then it's not in your wallet anymore. (laughs) I know. And I I always like save mine. So I have several. Well, and I'm okay with this one. Like I have several dry bar gift certificates that you guys have given me at the studio. And everyone knows that's like my favorite gift because I never I never do my hair. I don't know how to do my hair. I'm just a mess. And so whenever we do go out, which is rare, it's so awesome because it's, it's an expense I normally wouldn't spend on myself because it I don't know, it's like 45 bucks now for a blowout, plus I tip them $10. So it's kind of a lot just to get your hair done for the night, you know? Yeah, and that's like a special occasion thing, too. It is. And so when I, like, we went to a wedding um, a couple weeks ago, and so it was just so fun. So those I like, I I think those are good to save for those kinds of occasions. Uh, But, like, the everyday ones are like, I got one to Athleta, and I was saving it for, I don't know, a special yoga pant. And now I'm like, it's the same as Gap. And I buy stuff for the kids at Gap. So I'm just going to use it, you know? Yeah, totally. (laughs) So anyway, so I'll take pictures. Do you have any? I I can't imagine you do. No, I don't. Like I, I am that person who gets it and I immediately spend it. Like that's uh, like, I want to, I want to get rid of it. (laughs) Like I want to check it off of my list. Now Vic does keep them longer than I do. Like we end up, you know, at Christmas, you get a lot of like Starbucks gift cards Yeah. and I don't drink coffee, but Vic is addicted on a whole nother, not so human level to coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so he loves just keeping it in his wallet. And then like during the week, sometimes him and a buddy will just be walking around downtown Dallas and and they make it like a little treat to stop in and go to Starbucks. So he likes to keep some of those long term to make it like a fun little treat on Wednesday at lunch, you know, in the middle of your work week. So um, I know he definitely has some. But, yeah, I'm that person who's like, if we get one, we're going to use it like tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So that's yeah, that's not us. Well, John is that person that is constantly forgetting. Like now when we get gift cards, he just hands them to me and he looks at me. and He's like, here, (laughs) because he'll go to Chipotle like 10 times and I'll be like, did you use the gift card? Did you use the gift card? He's like, I forgot. (laughs) Uh, No, totally. I think that's just being full on in the habit of using your credit card. That's crazy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's so funny. So I'm like, hand it over. I think that's probably what I'm afraid I would do. That's why I spend it so quickly and I make like a dedicated trip. Like we're going to Cheddar's right now to spend the gift card, you know, like it's a, 
I love cheddars. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> love, love cheddars. Oh, can't handle. I've never mm-hmm. even been there. Well, that reminds me of the time we got, uh, John got an Applebee's gift card and he was like, oh, I'm never going to Applebee's. And I was like, it's, we could go have like a couple beers or something, you know? And he ended up throwing it away, and I was so mad. I was like, oh, you Stop just literally it. threw away $25 or whatever. Yeah. No, no, no. But you guys should try Cheddar's. Ugh, I'm addicted. <laughs> Isn't it like Applebee's? I think, I don't know that I've been to an Applebee's in a long time, but yeah, I, I think it's probably probably similar. But they have this, which you can't eat, but this Monte Cristo sandwich, girl, uh, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that that reminds me. We still haven't talked about my gluten intolerance, which actually several people have asked me about. So we'll we'll add that it. in. We'll loop that in for sure. But yes, I'm sorry, you cannot have that sandwich. <laughs> Monte Cristo. No, I would be sick for days. But I'm okay. I'm okay with that. So. <laughs> All right. So y'all have homework. You're going to use your gift cards. That's kind of a fun one. I, I think mean, it is. Let us know what kind of adventures you go on. Yeah, go spend someone else's money. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Spark. If you have a few extra minutes, please do an act of kindness and leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. And tell your friends. You can find the show notes and Sarah's awesome blog posts at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Coach A. Wags. Remember this week to take the time to give thanks, raise a glass, and discover what it is that sparks you. 